The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. We have a very special show today with a very special person. His name is Scott Baxter, and he is the founder and CEO of SAA Baxter, a high-end architectural hardware design company. Good morning, Scott. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Good, thank you. You know, I am really excited to have you on the show today. There's, here's the number one reason, aside from many others. But the number one reason is I love people who have fully developed right side of the brains and left side of the brains, and you are definitely one of those. Okay, I'll just I'll take that for what it is. <laughs> it's um, it's a it's a compliment because okay. well, you know about brains, and it's yeah. very rare that you could have. A person that has integrated their mathematical and business savvy skills along with these designer skills that are so artistic and couture-like, um, I congratulate you for that. Well, thank you. And um, I'm very excited to have you on the show today. There's a number of things that we can talk about, and we'll very much go into your architectural designs, S.A. Baxter, and what you do. But, of course, most of my listeners want to know about your opinions on the so-called stimulus package that just passed. And I want to tell everybody that you've been sought out by broadcasts like CNBC, etc., to talk about your point of view. And it comes from a lot of years of business experience, particularly in small business. And I thought that we could talk a little bit about that in the first segment of the show, if that's okay with you, Scott. Sure. Okay. So tell us what your opinions are, you know, on how the stimulus package will affect some people in small businesses, why it's missed the boat in some areas, what people have to look out for, um, what some of the downsides. And, of course, I want to make clear, this is not by any means administration bashing. This is really your experience in terms of policy making. Am I right? Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not politically aligned in any way. Um, So you're going to get a frank opinion here. (laughs) And we like frank. So go ahead. Tell small business owners, you know, what what they should expect to struggle with, perhaps. Well, I think it's, uh, well, let's just talk about the stimulus program for a moment. I mean, the the bulk of this is really going towards infrastructure and uh, what I'll call, you know, special interest projects. And, uh, you know, that ultimately ends up costing the small business owner and I think, you know, makes it more difficult for us to navigate the systems. And, uh, you know, so infrastructure. Um, it was, uh, I was recently at a debate with a, a congresswoman on national television and uh, she was trying to explain to me how uh, infrastructure was going to help small business. And, uh, you know, coming from, uh, you know, uh, a small business environment as well as a large business environment, I have a pretty good handle on how to navigate and sell to the government. I can tell you this. It's impossible for a small business to sell directly to the government. Um, it's for the bureauc- because of the bureaucracy associated with it. You've got to have these things called GSA 
contracts and you have to have special price lists and you know you bought you basically need to build an infrastructure within your company just to navigate that system so what ends up happening is you uh, you have to sell to government contractors of course the government contractors aren't interested in your bottom line they're interested in theirs so they'll take your product pit you up against a dozen other or however many they can find uh, competitors squeeze you as tight as they can possibly squeeze you, market up some extraordinary amount of money, and uh, and then turn around and sell it to the government for a huge profit. It's a, and how can these middlemen be eliminated? <laughs> well, they make it difficult. Uh, you know, there's, there's laws that uh, say you have to, for instance, sell to the government at your lowest price. It's, they're, the, they're the automatic biggest customer, if you will. Right. At right. That, you know, most favored terms and you know, things of this nature. So, uh, you know, there there are programs where it says, uh, you know, for a minority business or even size of businesses, they may get um, looked at or considered, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win. And um, it, just, it just, so I'm not against infrastructure. You know, uh, I, I actually think indirectly, uh, you know, it helps everybody, you know, and small business and Individuals and large businesses all fall into that category, but to present it as a uh, as a stimulus that's going to help small businesses is, is is just it's just not accurate. It's uh, a little flawed. It's flawed. It, it, they have it, PR people too. They have spin doctors. They have to put the best spin on it they possibly could. I guess. Yeah. Right? You know, so why don't we just say what it is? It's improving America's infrastructure, and if America has good infrastructure, better roads, highways. <laughs> you know, bridges and tunnels and uh, mass transit systems and all these things, well, maybe the cost of doing business um, gets reduced. You know, if I can get to work in half the time uh, that I did last week, well, that's, that's money in my pocket and, uh, and, uh, and, and ultimately rolls into the economy. Um, it's, so, a different, it's a different kind of stimulus. <laughs> it, yeah, and it's extremely long-term. We're talking years and it's not directed towards small business. So to present it that way, I think is just uh, it's uh, it's just it's inaccurate. It's just not tr- not true. So you know, for infrastructure, but um, <clears throat> this is not a, it's just not a stimulus program that's going to help anybody short term. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, um, but uh, uh, you know, let's let's call it what it is. All right. Well, I think you have a lot of experience, and that's why again, you know, you're asked to talk to congresswomen and debate people on national television because you have experience in this arena and you are one of the people who you you did go out and get your own loans, right? Uh, well, over the years, yeah. I mean, this cur- the current business, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the creditor. Uh, uh, there, uh, you know, I've had the... Uh, I'm, I'm in a, in, a, in a good situation in that I'm able to finance my own business because of previous successes. Um, you know, that's me. Um, if I didn't, uh, my current effort wouldn't exist, and the, and the people that we employ wouldn't be employed at, uh, at S.A. Baxter. Well, you know, you had great investment strategies, and I think when a person has a track record that you do and you're, you know, and you need credit for, you know, investing in new businesses, you're one of the people who are going to get it because of your recent, you know, you have years of success. And, um, you know, it's, it's very interesting that you seem to graduate more in information systems management when 
you were a lad, yes. Yeah, that's my career is largely a technic, technical industry career, yes. And so you were very ahead of the game um, when things started booming technologically. You were really at the right place in the right time, too, um, because you were able to combine your systems management savvy along with your instinct for business. And that didn't work out badly for you, did it? Well, Cindy, it's uh, and I'm and I'm doing it again. Um, you know this this whole process that you're describing, I, just a big long process, if you will, is really you know going after the next you know addressable market. And um, I, I I did that working for uh, you. You can do that as an individual working for companies. You want to go work for the hottest, greatest, fastest growing, you know, most impactful company out there, right? Well, I had. I had some uh, some very very good luck in picking some great companies, um, you know, out of uh, you know finishing up my educational education, and then uh, I woke up one day and said, okay, there's another market out there. I don't see a company addressing it, and uh, and decided to pursue that. And of course, it uh, as you pointed out, it very successful was a company called Icon, but um, ran it for eight years. You know, took it public. Sold it, um, ended up working for a major corporation again. Um, gained a lot of experience at a uh, at a uh, at a uh, Fortune 50 level as a, as a senior executive. Um, it was great experience, but saw another opportunity, pursued it. Again, successful, but it was all all the same thing, right? What's the next opportunity? And what was the next opportunity? Well, in that case, it was uh, it was. We uh, we had created a, a technology incubator. This was during the internet, uh, you know, phenomenon, and uh, and uh, we one of the things that we chose to pursue was uh, search, and um, we we did it with a with a better mousetrap, if you will, and uh, saw an opportunity to, uh, in this case, actually fix another company by letting it have our technology in exchange for lots of shares in it. It ultimately became a very profitable business. It was, as a matter of fact, in a in a horrific year, it was the actual um, the best performing stock on the Nasdaq in two uh, in uh, not, uh, not, well. We we actually sold the company at nine eleven. As crazy as that sounds. Oh, was that the Ask.com transaction? Exactly. Yeah. So we ended up with Ask Jeeves. We ended up becoming the largest shareholder of Ask Jeeves, and of course, it uh, it did very very well, and my shareholders did very well. Well, you know, again, you managed to steer the course through some challenging and interesting times. But again, it takes, you know, you you are a sharp guy, and knowing the right product and when to buy it and when to sell it. I mean, you're just um, very, very blessed and talented. That well, that's what it's all about. I mean, it, it's all about seeing a market opportunity. You know, uh, having uh, being able to build a product or service to address it and. Uh, then evaluating your cost model and, you know, can you address that market at, a, at the right price and, you know, deliver the product timely. And if you do, you'll do well. I mean, it's not, this, it's not the most complicated model on the planet. I think a lot of people, you know, fail not um, because they're chasing after a market that's already saturated or is maybe shrinking. Um, uh, they're unable to uh, address it efficiently, so they, you know, they're, their odds of success are slim because they're going to be too expensive, and um, you know. And how sustainable is it? You know, uh, can somebody 
wake up tomorrow and 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 swat you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, so you've you, got to differentiate. You've got to, uh, you know, you have to be different, and, and you have to hold the reins very, very tightly. And you know, I think that people who do extremely well in business, like you said, it's not necessarily rocket science. You have to really, you know, have your eye on the ball. And if you're, you know, losing. Um, you know, if you're losing sales, if you're losing clients, I mean, you got to do the smart thing and act immediately. Things aren't going to turn around magically. It's going to take its time. And as a CEO of a company, you have to start cutting, you know, appropriately and, you know, reacting to what the situation is. Listen, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. And in the next segment, Scott, I really, really want to talk about what I'm in awe over, and that is, you know, S.A. Baxter and the designs because... You know, I've been living with it lately. It's um, it's kind of a new thing for me, and I just want to really, you know, admire it in the next segment, if that's okay with you. Sure. <laughs> not, not a bad thing, right? Not a bad thing. All right, well, stand by. We're going to be back right after these commercials. And, um, again, Scott Baxter is here with us, and more in the next segment. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. When you think about change in your life, do you think about yourself? How does that translate to growth in your business? The change we want to see in our business starts with ourselves as leaders and the impact we can make. Join host Linnea Hagen on a terrific journey that takes you from motivation to inspiration. Every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time, listen for Abundance Leadership right here on the Voice America Business Network. Abundance Leadership. Grow your business. Grow yourself. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Scott Baxter, and we're talking about a lot of stuff. He's multi-talented and multifaceted, but now we're going to talk about S.A. Baxter's architectural hardware. Um, Scott, how did this all happen? It's an interesting story. I want you to share it to my listeners. With my listeners, it's uh, kind of it's kind of wild how you know you came upon building this next huge venture in your life. Uh, yeah, it's a little full circle, Cindy. Uh, your right brain, left brain um, analogy is kind of funny to me. Uh, I don't think uh, I've ever talked about this before. But uh, when I first uh, uh, was uh, in school. I actually went to school for design. Um, I was going to get into the design industry, and uh, uh, after uh, two semesters, um, and this is uh, this is in the eighties, and this is obviously when technology was just really starting to take hold in a mainstream way. Um, I took a class in computer science, and I also happened to be decent at math. And in any event, I ended up graduating with a with a, a computer science degree. So I actually started off in design, never ever pursued it, because um, I got the uh, the tech bug in me, if you will. Spent the the next twenty or so years in uh, chasing that, and then I went to build a house. And uh, during the process of building the house, I'm uh, I'm a very hands on person. I like to understand when I'm a, whenever I'm involved with the project. Um, so I ended, ended up building it myself as the general contractor, if you will, and uh, and got down into the details, including the hardware. And, uh, you know, to my... Uh, so it was a very difficult process for anybody who's gone through it. They'll appreciate that. But um, I couldn't find what I wanted, basically, um, in short, and specifically window levers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? So I decided to go and, uh, you know, how do these things are, how are these made? I mean, I had an idea, but I didn't know the specifics. And uh, uh, I then proceeded to learn all about, um, uh, you know, the fabrication using casting technologies and machining and, you know, mold making and all the various processes involved in making a simple doorknob, if you will. And, uh, and I had it done. Um, I went to several different companies, several different disciplines, and I made my hardware. But during the process... It's like anything else, technology or, uh, you know, design industry or other industry. You know, what, if, if, if I'm part of the market and I couldn't find this, there must be other people like me. And, well, there really weren't that many people like you, so that's why you, had a, you built your own foundry. Well, uh, I, I, I like me in terms of being a customer, that is. Not oh, okay, right, exactly, but you went to the next necessarily, uh, you know, willing to, uh, to go to the extreme that I did, but... You know, with that being said, I looked into the business opportunity, saw there was a market. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I felt that the competitive landscape was very, very thin, and I also thought that we could differentiate ourselves in a way that would make it almost impossible for people to compete against us. Um, and uh, of course, that was uh, that was about four years ago, and uh, and then a year after that, we actually um, started hiring people, 
and uh, we spent a year, uh, you know, going out to the design community. We actually engaged them and had them do designs for us. We also did our own internally. Um, we produced those. We opened up a showroom in New York City and uh, crossed our fingers. <laughs> well, listen, it was more than crossing fingers. I mean, this is, you know, I've been in the design business, yep. you know, for many, many years of my life. The fashion side of the design business sure. only because of all of the years that I was with Playboy Enterprises and, you know, I had to, like, really focus on fashion and design, you know, because of the advertising community and the licensing deals and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, know, I know what it is to design something that's incredible. And when I look at your, your suite designs, Nita suite and, yeah. and Ball suite, etc., I mean, I'm looking at you like you're Coco Chanel. I mean, you know, she's taken, you know, fabrics and made it into something really extraordinary, an art piece, and I think that you're doing exactly the same with your interior design items. It's yeah. incredible to me. It, so it, it's yeah, not we, that it, what, it you sound very, very, like, matter-of-fact when you talk about it, but you've really designed art pieces here. We had a uh, a very fundamental goal, and that was, uh, to be fresh, to be different, new designs. You know, all too often people launch a venture and they're just, you know, they're, they're trying to take the old idea and maybe they're improving on it a little bit, maybe making it a little more efficient. Um, we wanted to go way beyond that. Um, we're building a brand that uh, is going to be around a lot longer than me. Um, oh, and, it's, it's, and the parallels to the fashion industry, by the way, are were, were absolutely thought of in that, um, I, I give a funny analogy. My friends think I'm funny about it, but I say, you know, uh, you pick a designer. Let's just uh, use um, uh, Calvin Klein. What made Calvin Klein famous? Well, 90% of the people will answer Kate Moss wearing underwear or somebody else. Right, no, well, yeah. They think it's, but I'm like, no, no, no. It was women's dresses, you know. It, uh, you know, he was a couture designer long before you know, uh, he went mainstream and, um, you know, uh, and with unbelievable designs. And, and, and we see that in fashion. And, uh, and I think it holds, it's also, you know, Donna Karen, DKNY, um, and S.A. Baxter, and we'll see what happens in the future. But, um, yeah, we built a foundry. Um, we built capabilities that nobody else um, has here in the United States, that's for sure. Um, and maybe one other place in the world um, can actually do what we do, the processes that we do. And we do it all in-house. And so that gave us a palette, if you will, an artist palette that we put out to the community. We said, design away. You know, design without limits was one of the things that we used to say to people. And, uh, and they did. And they came back with some very complicated, in some cases simple, in other cases extremely complicated, you know, pieces. And we were able to manufacture those, um, you know, using... Using uh, well, I guess my 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 math side's coming to the surface here a little right. bit, but, but we applied a lot of what I would call very high tech processes, you know, to get it to manufacturing very very fast, very very efficiently. I don't think anybody else does what we do relative to that. Um, in that everything that we do, even though it may start off as a hand carved sculpted piece from a wonderful artist with unbelievable hands and eye. Um, it, it eventually gets uh, put into an electronic format, and then we go into our mold-making process, and then we go back to the old world again in that it's all done from hand. You know, we literally pour metal. We melt it. We pour it. 
you know, we have to make a wax piece of everything. Um, the wax is lost and metal replaces it, and then we end up with fire. everything that we make has to go through this long and tedious process. Then it's hand polished and right down to the plating uh, and finishing and. Uh, Two hundred and something finishes, I think we downtown. Yeah, that's what I. That's the information I have. That's unbelievable. And in just four years, I mean, that's really unbelievable. Plus, in this economy, you're kind of a recession buster because of your business savvy. And I say that because you know you're still hiring people when a lot of people have to freeze or let go. I mean, this has created a lot of jobs for people, particularly near the foundry, right? Absolutely. Um, we've been able to uh, hire, and, 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 you know, both ends of the spectrum, by the way, uh, in that, you know, we hired, in, the, in, our, in our early days, we hired, you know, very, very experienced, talented people. Um, and, uh, you know, now we're hiring people who were, just came out of the military. We've hired people um, who uh, are absolutely untrained. <laughs> But uh, we hire starving artists, which we know will will will. It's a bit of a revolving door, but we know it. And but they've got amazing hands, and uh, so we love the starving artists. We feed them between their uh, commissions, I guess. Uh, um, uh, and then, of course, we also uh, you know hire uh, people who are getting their first job ever. As a matter of fact, we just hired somebody last week that falls into that category, uh, who has a very, very good degree, couldn't get a job. I'm sitting across from this this, uh, this young person, and I'm interviewing them, and I'm just, I couldn't be, I, I was depressed. <laughs> I'm like, you, could, you haven't got, you can't get a job, and, you know, he's got a you know, mechanical engineering degree, and, you know, blah, 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 and I'm like, wow, that's unbelievable, because I'm sitting here saying you're hired, because <laughs> your talents are so diverse. Well, I, well, I, I, listen, again, you're a recession buster, but again, I know that might not, not necessarily have been your, you know, your manifest goal, but... But, but the opportunity, Cindy, is, uh, you know, we, everybody talks about how bad it is, and I, I'm cognizant that the world's not great right now, and see that, but, boy, what a great opportunity, you know, for um, especially, uh, you know, uh, new young businesses, um, because we now have access to talent that was... It was that was grabbed, you know, as they were walking, you know, off the podium with their diploma. Listen, that's the best kind of talent you could get. Yeah, no, it's a it's a big advantage. Uh, it sounds silly, right? Because you're saying, oh, these lots of these people, but you know, they were they were not necessarily available. Um, so we do have an opportunity, also, you know. Uh, uh, and I and I, by the way, I always tell everybody, I say, look, there's, there's probably no better time maybe in the rest of your lifetime to start a business you know it sounds it's it sounds a little bit uh, uh, risky but it's really not right because you you now have access to a talent pool okay that is usually so competitive to 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 you know pull out of that it would be difficult for a startup you know to grab that talent tool because people when they graduate school or they finish their trade school or whatever they're doing you know they want to. They go to safety. You know they they want to go to that uh, that big company with the you know the HR department and being handheld. You know through their yeah. through their career. That's the that's what most people fall into. So we're getting risk take, getting, maybe because they have to be. But uh, uh, you know, but for the first time, you know, not for the first time, but in an unusual period of time, we're able to uh, you know to actually take advantage of it. And 
So, you know, good market, you know, somewhat recession-proof um, because of, of the, you know, the target that we're going after is the very, very high end. Um, uh, and uh, although I think uh, all categories of, 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 of wealth are not necessarily happy this week, um, they're still spending um, at the high end. Uh, they really are. It seems that way. Well, listen, we have to take another quick commercial break, but when you come back, I have some listeners that actually have a couple of questions for you, and I want to talk a little bit more about where your orders are coming from because it's from all around the world, and um, there are a lot of people that are excited to get some feedback from you, so stand by, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of BR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. BR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, we're back, and we're back with Scott Baxter, and it's, um, it's a great informational show. And, Scott, we thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and information. I want to go back to talking about recession busting and recession myths. And, you know, when everybody reads the newspapers today, they get very, very depressed because the news perpetuates sort of a, the bad public relations about recession, 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 and everybody's losing their jobs and stores are starting to close and, you know, food lines are starting to increase. But then you have people like you, Scott, who really seem to have made, you have made yourself recession-proof in a way. Um, You're having orders for your fabulous architectural hardware coming from all over the world, whereas, you know, conventional wisdom, people might think, well, gee, you know, I'm going to get my products from outside of the United States because it used to be that that was a cheap way to do it, right? So you you come along and you build a foundry, and it's the opposite of cheap. It's exquisite, right? And people from all around the world are coming to you. I mean, you're getting orders from a lot of different countries. Tell us about them. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's a uh, it's a wonderful thing, and and I, and I got to say, our advertising. <clears throat> hasn't really been that deep on an international basis either. So it was really, you know, through the, the news media just writing about us, and uh, so good PR, and uh, in addition to that, just good old-fashioned word of mouth, you know, through the industry. And uh, so much so, um, I'd say probably it might even be creeping up higher than this, but somewhere in the neighborhood of a third or it's about 35% of our business is coming international now. And, uh, you know, ju- just this week, uh, uh, we closed an, uh, two projects, one in India, the country of India. Uh, we're actually doing our third order in India right now, um, which you would think is the opposite place of where we would sell, right, because their labor costs are, are a fraction of what ours are, and they can build products locally very inexpensively. Right, right, exactly. But they can't, uh, what they don't do is is they don't have the unique designs, nor do they have this, this, I'll use your word, exquisite <laughs> quality. A good word. <laughs> that we're able to, uh, you know, produce, you know, using our, our, our modern and old world, proce- old world processes. Uh, you know, uh, Jeddah, we're doing a project in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia right now. Um, Turkey, United Kingdom, Russia, Bahrain, um, Germany, uh, <laughs> uh, South America, uh, Canada. We, we love the, we love the, our friends to the north. Uh, lots of projects up in Canada right now, um, and then of course uh, all over all over the United States as well. Um, so it's you know it is it is uh, it's a process. Um, it's taken us you know about two and a half years in the market, and, you know four years of planning, and actually three years in business. Um, but we now have a global brand, um, and people talk about us all over the world. In, in the design communities, you know, specifically for interior design, we're talking about architecture. And, and there's another byproduct that came out of this. Um, <clears throat> you know, we used to have to beg, beg, plead, and borrow, you know, for uh, what I would call extremely high-end talent to come in and design products for us and even pay, and, uh, which was no problem with that. Everybody has to make a living. But, 
it was more difficult for us to attract, you know, um, what I would call true talent in the design community, you know, to work with us. Um, the absolute opposite has occurred. Um, uh, we are being approached by legends in design and architecture right now. Um, you know, uh, people that are make the top ten all-time list and, you know, top two or three living list, you know, um, in their categories of design, approaching us now to do, um, uh, to execute on their designs. So it's, uh, it's, uh, you've heard the snowball effect. It's, it's actually started with us, not only from the size of the market, but we're actually now able to attract, you know, um, you know, even more, more designs. Uh, so it's not done. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep fresh. I think we have over 180 now. We haven't dropped any yet. I guess we'll do that at some point. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to be doing another product launch, you know, in the coming months. And, uh, you know, we'll do another one after that, another one after that, and always stay fresh. We find that the, the uh, that's one thing that happens to a lot of companies. They're, they're, um, they forget that side of their business. Um, they get so focused on their success and selling that they... They they, real, they forget that they have to continue to be fresh and you know oh, build new products. Exactly, but you're you're fresh already. Even before, I mean, you well, have so many different designs new, that right? you'll, we'll maintain being fresh for a while. But let's not, uh, you know, let's not, uh, you know, let's not be uh, short-sighted, and uh, you know, let's continue to feed that uh, that industry um, or that design desire because people do. They want unique. They they don't want to. Have a round doorknob that you can buy at any hardware store in America. They want, uh, you know, something unique that gives their property an identity or their apartment or their house. And you know what? It's so funny. Until a person gets into, you know, house design. I, now I'm talking about an individual. Yeah. Um, a lot of our listeners are just, you know, plain Janes and Joes. And, yep. you know, they start refurbishing their house or maybe they bought some land and they're building a new house and they don't come into the doorknob situation until, <laughs> until you know, these questions are asked of them, like, you know, well, what kind of doorknob do you want? And what people are not going to do when they're putting money into reconstruction or fresh building, um, and I would imagine on the corporate side, too, it's not just residential, you know, they're they're going to see what a difference it is to have a design or couture kind of doorknob when you compare it to the kinds that you could buy at Rite Aid. It's really kind of funny, um, you know, and you get really, you get hooked. And I would imagine it's the same for a lot of your clients, you know, people who are building yachts yep. and, you know, first-class hotels and all of that kind of stuff. You have a choice. You look at different things. Different designs are offered to them, and if they're going for the creme de la creme, I have to break through the clutter and have class, and I have to have these. I have to have these accessories go with the architectural um, art, and not you know, and complement it rather than distract from it in a bad way. There's your whole market. Um, you know, you've. I mean. And it's just beautiful. And I want to tell everybody that, yes, Scott Baxter does have a showroom in New York, but um, we're very excited here in Los Angeles because, Scott, for the first time, you're going to have your, you're going to have your line on display at the Holly Hunt showroom at the Pacific Design Center. That's correct, yeah. We're, uh, we're launching um, uh, 
the last week in March, which is also Market Week, um, where uh, this is a good example of, uh, you know, legends in the industry. Holly Hunt, of course, has, you know, the premier showroom in the design industry here in the United States. And so we're honored to be able to, uh, you know, join the other companies who are the best of the best, uh, you know, in that showroom. And uh, hopefully they're viewing us the same. Oh, they're, uh, I, because make... I went to visit them on your behalf last week, they are so excited, Scott. They showed me where your display is going. I mean, you are going to be so excited. It's almost as if you're like the Monet <laughs> in a place where they needed to have, a, you know, a Da Vinci painting or a Monet, okay? <laughs> it's like it was almost as if you were supposed to have been there before, Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, it's, well, it is very important to us to, uh, you know, be presented in that fashion. Um, and, uh, you know, again, in such a great place to do so. So, yeah, we're very, very happy about that. And, uh, and, uh, we also started about a year ago in London at the, at Farmer Brothers, which is, uh, uh, you know, a more architectural oriented showroom in London. But, um, uh, that's been going very, very well as well. So you can see our products in London, New York, and, and soon LA, uh, in a matter of weeks here. And, uh, you'll be hearing about some more locations over the course of the of the coming months, if you will, and uh, and so we're excited about that. But we are a destination; people do come to see us. Uh, we've had clients literally travel across the world, uh, you know, to come and spend two days sitting with us, specifying every little nook and cranny of hardware, from cabinet knobs for the kitchen to to the uh, to dressing rooms to the hinges, the detail in the hinges and you know what the finial is going to be, and uh, it takes it takes a long time specking an entire house. Uh, you know all of the hardware, the detail is uh, is, is quite extensive. But uh, the people love it. You know they they, they love it. Uh, you can see it. They get they get passionate about their own projects, as you can imagine. And of course, we're so very happy to uh, you know become part of that passion. Well, you are, and again, Holly Hunt is just so excited because you know when I talk to Mark Hemphill. <clears throat> who runs yep. the showroom in Los Angeles, yep. we, you know, when you look at all of the other designs that Holly incorporates into her showroom, it's, it is the best of the best. This is royalty. I mean, you know, whether it's textiles or furniture or, you know, or even lighting, it's just, you know, you know that it's the top. You know it's the top. Absolutely. And, you know, because there are architects that are her customers as well as interior designers, the architects are just really drawn to what you design because of the nature of your product. Listen, we have to take one more commercial break, and then I'm going to ask you to stay on just for a few more minutes because there are people who want to ask you questions, just a couple, and then we're finished with the show, so it's painless. And I thank you for your time, and you're very entertaining. Stand by for one more commercial break, and then we'll be back with Scott Baxter. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com you got to believe. Listen up. Conceive Magazine is now on the air, live, and on demand on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Hosted by Kim Hahn, founder of Conceive Magazine. Conceive On Air offers comfort and emotional support to women contemplating starting or expanding their family by consulting noted professional experts and by sharing the insights and experiences of others. Are you ready to go for it? We've heard you. Conceive On Air is the only complete resource destination that inspires and informs future moms about their fertility on the journey to parenthood. Conceive On Air with Kim Han, celebrating the creation of families. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Hey, we're back, everybody, in our final segment with Scott Baxter. Scott, I don't want to forget to ask you about this. You were green before everybody else was green. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, were you just aware of it? It's like you were there before everybody just slapped a green sticker on their product and said, we're green, and I think that's admirable. <laughs> um, yep, we are green. Uh, we, I think we did it for, uh, well, we had an advantage. We were building something new, right, so you can use... Uh, Again, the latest technologies, but uh, we've actually gone a step further. 
um, um, even even our ingredients. Uh, for instance, our brass. I, uh, I I believe this is true, uh, unless somebody can show me differently. Um, we're the only company who makes a lead-free product, brass product. We actually have lead-free brass, which uh, which inherently is loaded with brass. Um, and uh, you know, of course, there's lots of concerns about lead content in uh, in uh, in products. I guess the toy industry uh, has, has really felt the impact of oh, that. You but, think? But it's also <laughs> yeah, you, you, I think. But it's also uh, uh, it's the safety of our of our people as well. Uh, when you're melting brass. Um, you get airborne uh, lead, and it is extremely, extremely hazardous. And I just had to see it once, and that was kind of the end of that. So, you know, it, it's, it is more expensive, um, uh, but I think it's uh, it's worth a lot. Um, and, uh, again, you'll never find any uh, – plating is another thing that's traditionally dirty, uh, you know, in industry. Um, we have a zero-discharge system. In other words, nothing ever leaves the building, um, literally nothing. There's no drain attached to our plating line and uh, and uh, and everything that's used in there is environmentally friendly you can so it all kind of recycles or evaporates and it, it we literally just clean it there everything turns into a uh, a solid waste and the solid waste is uh, natural uh, natural elements that come out of the earth copper and and uh, and uh, you know nickel things of this nature and uh, and can be recycled so um, well again you know you, all of the rights moves for the perfect business formula. I think you're feeling pretty good about it. I also think that you really happen to like doing what you're doing right now. <laughs> well, um, you have to, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and it's, you know what the best part about this business is, uh, and I've always liked my, you know, my ventures for different reasons, um, but uh, the, boy, I've gotten to meet some incredibly interesting people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm really uh, sure you do. Um, a question coming from South Beach, Florida. It's um, Rhonda in South Beach. How can I buy your products? I'm doing some work on my house. Now, this is residential, so there's a question for you, Scott. Sure. Um, well, we sell uh, via the trade, and there's a very good reason for that, and, uh, and that is, is uh, we want to make sure that your project goes perfect. So uh, the thing to do is get in touch with your architect, your builder, or your interior designer, and they know how to get in touch with us, and uh, we can specify and uh, and sell everything through those channels. Okay, uh, it doesn't so mean the homeowner's not involved. Uh, we welcome people to come into our showroom and, and take a look around. But when it actually comes down to placing the order, we prefer to go through the trade, um, and it's all about accuracy. We can't be in everybody's home. Um, so it really is. It should be a localized process. Oh, it is. So you know what? Give... Our advice to you, Rhonda, is to give your interior designer a little, a small piece of paper that says, call Scott Baxter's showroom now. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's pretty easy. Another kind of, another silly question from Beverly Hills, California. Well, it's not really silly. I think it's actually very creative. And, um, you know, this is from Naomi in Beverly Hills. Love your designs. Will you ever be starting a jewelry line? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's actually a very cute question because Naomi is obviously looking at your website and complimenting your exactly what you wanted to accomplish, which is you know that couture sort of look. Maybe we can make a deal with Tiffany's. I don't know. There you go. Well, we actually have a designer who designed for Tiffany jewelry, who's who's done designs for us now. Um, so there's a lot of correlations. Obviously, no, I don't think we're going to get in the jewelry industry. 
uh, in that the distribution's a little bit different than ours. But their process is, uh, is uh, with a few exceptions on the machining side and molding side, it's the same. It's lost wax. been around for thousands of years. It is a very artistic process. And uh, so we, uh, we like to think of our product as jewelry for the home. So maybe we're already in the jewelry business. <laughs> well, it is. I'm, I, it's no, not going to put it, it on really your ears is. or hang it around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you could, you could, we could certainly start a trend. I mean, well, there you go. Well, you never know. <laughs> it, it's not, it, it, it's sort of, it, it's not terrible marketing. You know, you, no. you, you, you take it and you wear it the way it is and you're making a new fashion statement. I mean, come on. Hey. <laughs> right. Hinge, yes. <laughs> Wear a hinge on your sleeve. What do you well, think? It's a statement that I've become unhinged because, you know, obviously you have control over it. I think that there's a lot of things that can be said by that, you know. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about before I let you go, which we're almost done, is the we, we didn't talk about the Egyptian craftsmanship. No, I, well, it's uh, that's where it started, and most people agree with that um it's it's lost wax and it really came from sculpture which originally in jewelry industry and uh you know everything starts off uh it's not as complicated as it sounds so bear with me um you have a piece of art it's sculpted um and it's in a positive format in other words it's shaped like the final product but it's not in metal yet uh you then make a mold out of that in other words you uh, you make a negative of that you then input wax inside of that negative, and you now have a positive again in wax. And then what you do is you basically dip this into a uh, what we call slurry, and it builds up a shell, eventually dries. We put it into a kiln. It gets very, very hard, and then we melt the wax out, and hence the name lost wax. So the wax is now lost. Well, we now have a negative shell that's capable of handling the heat, that you get with melting, you know, the molten metal. In our case, we're using uh, copper alloys, brass and bronze largely. Um, it could be gold or silver or other alloys, but I don't think that's practical for hardware. Um, but you then take that and you pour it into that neg- negative. The, the shell is then destroyed off of the metal part. And then, of course, that's when the polishing and the machining, you know, making it mechanically accurate um, happens. So that's how we're able to get the designs that we have in that the intricacy is only limited to is limited by your process because we can put the same amount of detail that a jewelry company or a sculptor might put because of the lost wax process. Um, you'll see that our designs are much more detailed, much more intricate than what you might see in the in the in the general you know hardware marketplace. I think that's so cool. uh, yeah, it's an Egyptian process. It's called either investment casting or lost wax. It's the same. Listen, the show is coming to an end. Do you think that I missed anything important that you want to add, or do you think we pretty much covered the gamut? No, I think we've done a good job. Thanks for having me. Well, you're, now you are on the number one talk radio, and um, you could. this is downloadable, and it's a podcast, and you could go to www.voiceamerica.com, or I could go ahead and send you the podcast, and it's viral, and you could use it, okay. and it's there it's there for perpetuity. <laughs> right. It's the digital world we live in. It, well, you know all about that, and Motivox Broadcasting certainly, um, you know, they, they did the model, they did the model right, and hence the number one talk radio in the world. So thank you for joining us, Scott. 
um, sabaxter.com, Scott Baxter, Kutcher Architectural Hardware, and you're now heard around the world, Scott, and we look forward to having you again, and we better meet each other when you're in L.A. before uh, we'll, we'll have to have lunch. I'm looking forward to that. You have okay. a great day, and thank you again for joining us on the air. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Bye.